are listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Well, when I was a kid, one of my fondest memories going to the was going to the bank with my mom. And I was in first grade, maybe. And so my mom and dad always talked about hey, we're going to start a savings account for you. Uh, that way, when you get older, you'll have all this money. Well, I don't know if that part worked out, but <laughs> it, was a, it was a cool thing to go down to the bank. And when I grew up, I grew up in Garland. And so when I was a kid, all I knew was First National Bank. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of First National Banks. And so I went and I went to the bank, and I, I think I gave them $5, I think. And then they gave me a sa- opened the savings account. I had this little ledger. And I just loved it. I took it to my home and... Uh, put it in my room, and it's like, I got $5. So I say that because banks have, I've always been fascinated by that because when I was five years old, a bank let me give them money, and then they gave me a ledger for it. I just thought that was so cool to have money. So I'm very excited. I have Amy Simmons with me today, and she is the market sales executive for virtual business banking at Capital One. Welcome, Amy. Thank you. Glad to be here. Dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M-A-R-T-E-N com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM network. So you probably aren't the person that talks to the five-year-old now. Yeah. <laughs> it was over the same scout, but that's okay. I know, I know that's not what you do. Um, so how long have you been with Capital One? So I've been with Capital One just at 15 years. Okay. And I've been in banking for a little over 23 years. Oh, my goodness. So you have some experience? You have some stories, probably? I have a whole lot of stories. We'll probably <laughs> not do those online, though, today. Uh, no, not today. But we'll we will have a couple of stories, hopefully, we'll hear from yeah. you. That's why you're here. Now, I'm a, as you know, we've known each other a long time. I'm a small business owner myself. And mm-hmm. I will say, Amy, uh, I'll be forever grateful to Amy because she was the first one to give me a small business loan when I started my business. So uh, I know I've told you this before, but thank you, Amy. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, and I wanted you on the show because you have some great information to help small business owners that I I, I personally think that they don't all know about. Yeah. Uh, and then also too, there are some uh, you know we hear a lot of uh, advertisements out there, mm-hmm. and it, let's face it, there's a lot of banks out there yep. that want your business, and so but. I wanted to have you on because I think you have a lot of knowledge and and you do things the right way. And I I, I just want you I, I just want us to explore what's out there for small businesses. Now the the first thing I'll ask you is your title. Uh, you have, in my opinion, you have a long title. Very long. <laughs> but the one that catches my attention is virtual business banking. Tell us a little bit about that concept. Yeah. So I, I want to take a step back from virtual business banking and talk about kind of the journey because oh, I yeah. see this is where banking is going. This is where business banking and this is where a lot of business clients are going, even within their own businesses. So uh, for about six years, I've worked with business bankers who go out day to day and they meet, they go into their customers 
customers' offices and they meet with them and they talk about, you know, their long-term strategic plans from a financial standpoint. How as a bank are we going to help them get there? And what we found over the years, it's that less and less clients have that time to be able to set that aside. Uh, and we found that a lot of bankers spend a lot of time, what we call windshield time. So they can't be as responsive to their clients. Imagine if you're uh, going to meet three to four clients a day, but you spend four hours in your car. <laughs> That's a lot of voicemails to have to get back to when your customers have an urgent need. So uh, about a year and a half ago, I transitioned into a role where we have a team of business bankers who have the same level of expertise. But every one of our clients that we help, uh, we sit in Plano, Texas. They are in on the East Coast. They're in Texas. They're in Louisiana. They're basically across the United States, and we help them via phone. Uh, we help them via email. And ultimately, we can be a lot more responsive and still provide the solutions, really talking to them again a couple of times a year around where are they at, where are they looking to go, do they see the potential um, hurdles that are coming in the economy, and are we helping to set them up for success uh, in preparing them for the future. That's interesting because when I first started my business about five years ago, uh, obviously I had a good relationship with Capital One and, and you specifically. Yes, I do remember the, the 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 business bankers, if you will, that that came to my office, you know, gave me a call, things like that. And I have to admit, it was it was great, but I always had to make time for them. Uh-huh. And you you touched on that, and it, it sounds so uh, uh, paradoxical to say that because. Believe me, I've wanted their advice. I wanted to talk to them, see what we could do and make things more efficient and things like that. But I'm like, you want to come with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm booked that day. Oh, can you come next day? Well, then and that's not a knock on them, but it's, well, I'm going to see so-and-so that day. Okay, what about next? You know, you kind of get the point. Uh-huh. And so while it was great, and, and you know, I'm a Generation Xer. I know you are too. I mean, it's, I had to admit, I, I, I like that. And I, I'd be interested to hear what, how, y'all, uh, how y'all manage that part of it. Mm-hmm. That, I guess Capital One has said, hey, we're going to change that concept. Is, mm-hmm. I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah. And so what, uh, what did y'all see? Were y'all listening to your customer? I mean, how did that actually come about? Yeah, so we, we started to hear from our customers. And, and, and don't get me wrong. We still have business bankers in the field that go out and they go and they meet with with their customers. They work with them face-to-face. They're very involved in their communities, right? Um, they're serving in leadership positions on different boards, so there's a, a servant part of what they do. But what we started to hear from our clients was, I don't have that time. And so a lot of our clients, we actually talk to them about the state of their business while they're on a subway, while they are in their car driving to work. Okay, that's me. (laughs) While they are at home, you can hear their kids, you know, crying in the background. It's like, do we need to take a break? Do you need to take care of that little one? (laughs) Um, So, but we found that it's in those moments where they're not in the office putting in the time for their business. That's when it works best for them to have those conversations with their bankers. So, yeah, we hear a lot of background noise. Sometimes we're like, is there a squirrel nearby or what's that in the background? We call that Capital One Clever to really talk about what we hear in the background noises uh, to get a laugh out of our customers. If you call me, you're probably going to hear my dog. It, yeah. It never barks until some, I'm on the phone with somebody. But, yeah, no, that's great because I've had that uh, actually not just with uh, business banking but other clients, uh, you know, uh, vendors that we deal with in the insurance industry, you're right. Uh, they're going to call when you're when you tell them that you're available. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of there's a lot of 
well, I, I was going to say telecommuting. I, just, I don't know if there's, that's probably an old term. Shows how old I am. But it's, uh, you know, a lot of people work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have an office sometimes. And, and it sounds like that's, as a bank, y'all said, hey, we, we have to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great because, again, I'd, I'd much rather, if it's, you know, in the car, uh, like I said, on the subway, although not for me here in North Texas, yeah. but, you know, I, I, I certainly understand what you're saying. It's, it's like, okay, look, hey, can we get this done? And, and, and not that you're, you know, just trying to get them off the phone, but it's like, hey, I, 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 this is the time I could talk to you and, and do something. You need a vacation, a beautiful beach, first class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214-432-2909. That's 214-432-2909. LCSTravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. And I know as a business owner, which kind of leads me into, okay, actually, yes, I do want to talk to my banker because I need some money. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So as a small business owner, to me, I I, I think most business owners feel this way. I I, I don't really want any debt. Um, However, there are times, I think, in in, in most people's business that it's it's a good strategic move Mm -hmm. to do that. So uh, as a banker, what, what are you looking for from small business owners uh, to, to, to help them the most when they're in that kind of position? Yeah. So I think it's uh, a couple of things we look at is really kind of what is the life stage of where the business is. You know, there are unique challenges when someone's starting a business, you know, getting a bank or, or finding, you know, startup capital for their businesses. That's a difficult place. Um, are they, you know, in a growth cycle where they've had extreme growth in a year? There's going to be different things that we look at and recommendations. Are they coming down off of some really big contracts or some really big sales? So what you start to see on their uh, income statement is where they're actually have seen a dip for the year. So we, we really look at where is the life cycle of the business. And one of the things that we, that we really recommend to our clients, it's, it's once you've had that great year, that's the time to go get credit, even though you don't need it. Oh, interesting. So, you know, there, there's all too often we will see businesses that'll have two or three great years of constant growth. And um, then they'll have a rebuild year where they, they may say, hey, I'm going to take a different product to market or we're going to invest a lot of our cash into research and development to be able to do something else two years from now. Well, in that year, they've gone through all their cash and now they come to the bank and say, I need money. <laughs> But you generated no revenue. <laughs> probably not the best time to go to the bank. Right? So <laughs> we probably should have done this like 18 months ago when you still had those really strong revenue streams. So most banks, I would say, are what, what you'll hear the term cash flow lenders, which means we look at do you have cash coming in that can repay all of the debt the business currently has as well as the new debt that you're about to take on. You know, you, you brought up an interesting concept that I, I had to admit, I never would have thought about that. That's why you're on the show, <laughs> so we can talk about things I don't think of, is that, hey, I'm, I think banks, and really I, I advocate this myself with my employees, is always want us to be thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's hard sometimes because we get caught up in our day-to-day uh, duties and worries and, and, oh, this client's all upset about something. And I got it, which, Hey, that happens all the time. And we definitely have to be there for our clients. But then before you know it, a week's gone by, two weeks have gone by, two months have gone by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to call Amy. Oh, she's on my list, but I'm, I got to knock her down a little bit because so-and-so called. 
And then, like you said, before you know it, oh man, I need some money. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then that's probably the what you're saying is that's the weakest. You're in the weakest position yes. to talk to a bank about possibly getting money. So, having said that. I just want to expand on it a little bit more. You're talking about, hey, when things are, for lack of a better way to say it, things are going good. Mm-hmm. So I should I should call you then. Yes. This is why I struggle. This is why I'm glad you're here because this is what I struggle with as a business owner. Is that hey, I'm doing well. I, I I don't need any money. But so tell me how I would help position myself with you on how much do I need? Yeah. <laughs> Because so, everything's going great. <laughs> yeah. So in, in general, you know, you're going to look at, you know, you take out debt if you have any long-term expenses. So you're going to buy um, equipment, you're going to buy a building, anything like that for your customers. Um, that's when you're going to take out long-term debt. But really being having the ability to have a working capital line, we look at generally around 10 to 20% of what your annual sales are is really a recommended kind of safety net. Now, it's just like insurance. Because in the, the times when you get that working capital line, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay in order to acquire it. You're going to pay an annual fee to have the, avail- the availability. But it's almost like an insurance policy. You are basically paying for that insurance that yeah. when you have that, oh, my gosh, we just lost our largest client, and now we need to go find another one. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, most businesses have. And, again, mm. it's about preparing yourself for the what-ifs. That's why you have insurance. You know, I'm going to take a, a side note here and say one of the things that um, astounds me the most is there are so many small businesses out there that don't take advantage of key man life insurance. And they don't even understand what it what it's there for. That's been part of my education. Yeah, I mean, for my clients. Yeah. And so, you know, being able to talk to business owners around, do you have one key salesperson that has all the contacts that's bringing in all the business? What happens if they pass away? Do you have a backup plan? No. Okay, well, if you have that key salesperson, you probably want to have key man life insurance because it's going to take you six to nine months to ramp back up production, and you're not going to have that revenue coming in or that potential revenue coming in. I can't tell you how many times, uh, being in insurance, as you know, I've had that conversation. Now, you you mentioned an oh-my-gosh moment, and when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about some bigger-picture oh-my-gosh moments that business owners should be aware of. We're going to take a break, let our sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Your heart wants to buy, but your bank account is screaming, you're not ready. (laughs) Chances are you're closer than you think. Randy Watkins and the team at Academy Mortgage provide options you probably never knew existed. And then they walk you through it all. Conventional loans, renovation loans, even energy efficiency loans. Call Randy Watkins today, 214-684-1164 and begin taking charge of your future. That's Randy Watkins at Academy Mortgage, 214-684-1164. Randy Watkins, NMLS 177234, Academy Mortgage, NMLS 3113, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back with Amy Simmons. She is the market sales executive for Virtual Business Banking at Capital One. Amy, you having a good time so far? I'm having a great time. All right. Well, I know I am. You know, uh, before we had the break, we talked about some oh my gosh moments, and we've kind of talked about that, I think, on a micro level. Mm-hmm. But I get the feeling that as a business owner, especially in your line of business, we should be prepared for the macro concerns that, quite frankly, aren't necessarily in our direct control, and that's the economy and things like that. So how should we prepare for, you know, well, let me say it this way, you know, everything's cyclical in our world. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, everybody knows what happened in 08. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had some recovery, obviously, since then. And 
I, I'm not the expert in that field, but we've had some hiccups, I would say, since then. So as a business owner, uh, how do we prepare for the inevitable next down cycle? Yeah. So I'm going to say that uh, the dirty little word that's out there right now across analysts is the word recession. <laughs> yes. And it, it's a question as to when is it going to come? Not if it's going to come, but it's a matter of when. Will it be late 2019? Will it be 2020? Will it be 2021? But at the end of the day, it is coming in the future. And one of the things that small business owners really need to be doing, and I, and I say small business, I'd say business owners in general, right. is really preparing their business um, to be able to withstand the recession. So one of the things that we're talking to our business owners about is do they have six to 12 months of their business expenses in cash available? And if the answer is no today, how can you begin to set yourself up to where when the recession hits, you in essence can at least pay your expenses for six to 12 months because that's about the general cycle time in order for businesses to start to rebound when a recession hits. The secondary thing that we talk about is, again, I'll go back to what we talked about before the break, is do you have access to those working capital lines? You are going to need that safety net when a recession hits. I know like business owners right now that rely heavily on government contracts, they're already starting to feel the pain of the government shutdown. You know, the government generally plays 30 to 60 to 90 days late. Well, now on top of the government shutdown, there are business owners going, I'm planned on getting funds 60 days from now. It may be 120 days. Mm. How am I going to fund my business knowing it's going to take time? So again, it's about being forward thinking. And again, those what ifs. So again, for business owners, the number one recommendation is prepare yourself over the next 12 months to begin to set aside to where you have enough for whatever your bottom line expenses are, six to 12 months, go out, meet with your banker, look at getting your established working capital lines and looking at if you already have a line of credit, is it enough? Do you need to begin to look at increasing that line of credit? Uh, as your business grows year over year, a lot of businesses, they'll, they'll start off with, that, say, a $100,000 working capital line. They don't touch it, so they think, I don't need any more. But the next year, they've doubled their sales. The next year, they've doubled. Now, all of a sudden, they're in a position where they really don't have enough of a working capital line if that oops happens or if there's a, there's a, a significant event in the business. So, again, making sure that your working capital line is 10 to 20% of what your top line sales are, as well as beginning to build up that safety net and that cushion from a, um, from a saving standpoint. The other would be is, are you thinking about diversity of customers? So do you have a couple of large clients? What can you begin to do now to start filling in the gaps with maybe some smaller clients and smaller revenue generating so that you do have that diversity that you will still have, still have some sort of income. Well, you're you're hitting some uh, some uh, deep <laughs> uh, deep points as a business owner myself because everything you say is absolutely correct. But as you know, I'm sure you dealt with this on the bank side. Not all not all business owners. I know we you made a good point. We kind of emphasize small business, but really any business. Uh, you know, we're not always as disciplined as as owners as we should be. Yeah. I think it's human nature. Some of it. And let's face it, when things are going good. Who cares? <laughs> you know, who cares what my line of credit is? You know, who cares how much, uh, you know, uh, debt I might have? But you said something that kind of caught my ear. And, and again, I can relate to this because I'm proud to say, and you, you helped me with this when I first started my businesses, I, I do have a line of credit. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of explained that when I started five years ago. But you said something I never thought about. So I have a certain line of credit, but you mentioned, hey, you know, when things are going good, uh, maybe it's time to increase it. 
how do banks look at that? I mean, because obviously they've qualified for a certain amount in the beginning. Is yeah. it the same as getting a new loan, or how does that process work if a business owner wants to increase something like that? Yeah, a bank is going to underwrite it. So you meet with your banker most of the time. Like I said, we do it virtually. Our clients send us a secure file of all their financials. Your banker is going to review it and say, based on the existing debt that you have, your line now, I believe that we can increase it to X amount. Um, and again, go ahead and you'll go through. You'll have new documents yeah. you'll need to sign. It's, it's a pretty simple process, but it's a matter of sitting down with your banker and not going in with, here's the number I need, but really saying, hey, as my advisor, how much do I need in order to cover my business? And your bank should be able to qualify you for that. Right. And then, of course, like I said, whether it's a, the good old-fashioned business banker or virtual business banker, whatever role you've choos- chosen to work with, uh, they're going to walk you through all that. And, mm-hmm. and I guess, <clears throat> obviously, there's some times to where – the business owner, like you said, maybe they haven't thought it ahead enough, and they're sort of a little bit behind the curve. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, in perfect world, I should have asked for this six months ago, but hey, I, I still need it, so I'm going to ask for it. And again, I'm assuming a, a, a banker is going to walk them through, hey, you asked for this, but maybe you only qualify for that. I guess that's a certain, I mean, that's a scenario that happens. Absolutely. Okay. All the time. Okay. Uh, I can tell you it happens pretty much on a daily basis uh, uh, with my team. <laughs> a client wants X, and we come back and say, no, really, we, we can qualify you for a different amount. Celebrate life's fun moments with gourmet cupcakes. What is a gourmet cupcake? Simply put, flavor perfection. Confection Perfection by Melissa delights with over 14 flavors of delicious gourmet cupcakes and specialty cookie varieties. Triple Chocolate Temptation, Cookies and Dream, Almond Butter Applause, Lip Smack and Lemon. Tantalize your taste buds with cupcake sensations that will bring you back again and again. Go to confectionperfectionbymelissa.com for delivery or pickup orders placed online. Place your order today at confectionperfectionbymelissa.com. The other thing I would say outside of just the recession proofing, I encourage all business owners to begin to think about how do I create efficiencies within my business without necessarily changing the business. So a lot of people have probably seen there's a phenomenal commercial out there from Capital One right now with a credit card, and I am not trying to sell our credit card in any way, shape, or form. Well, Samuel L. Jackson is. (laughs) Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson and a lot of other people are. But it's a great story how a client, how a customer and a business owner said, you know what, I'm going to stop writing checks, and I'm going to start putting all of those purchases on a card that gives me cash back. So any card out there that gives you cash back. He didn't change anything, but he generated $65,000 in bottom line revenue back to his business. To pay for healthcare? To pay for his healthcare. Yeah, I saw that commercial, yeah. Just from going from checks to putting it on a card, and then at the end of the month, he pays it off. So it's thinking, how do I do things differently to really maximize? He didn't bring in one new client. That's amazing. You know, I, I, I've seen that commercial, uh-huh. and it's so funny because one of the biggest challenges I have, because in our agency, we, we, we try to be a one-stop shop the best we can, and I do, I do sell uh, health insurance as well, which is, uh, well, that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's quite expensive, as you can probably imagine. Well, you probably don't have to imagine it. <laughs> you probably mm-hmm. know it's expensive. But when I, heard, when I first saw that commercial, I, I thought Capital One did a great job. Their marketing department did a great job with that because that's something that most people, business owners can actually relate to. Yeah. Because I offer health insurance for my employees, and I'm like, man, this is expensive. Uh, and then I hear this guy <laughs> on the TV and say, like, hey, wait a minute. He paid for it that way? I didn't think about that. And I just for the record, I'm proud to say that I do have the y'all's cashback card. <laughs> so uh, although I didn't just- <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't get that kind of refund check back, but that's okay. Because uh, you know, he had a different revenue stream probably. But no, and, and I guess that's the thing. And, and I guess lastly, I would just, uh, you know, man, time just goes by so fast. You know, I, I know. can sit here and talk to you forever. You've offered so much great information. But just, if you could, I know it's probably difficult, but what's, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give business owners just going forward uh, based on your industry and that what, what should we do today? Yeah. Today, I would say call your banker and schedule an appointment. Uh, every business owner generally has a CPA that does their books. Business owners should sit down with their banker and their CPA at least once a year and really talk about what is the strategic plan. CPA's goal is to help a business owner write off as much as they can. <laughs> However, we like to say you're going to pay Uncle Sam or you're going to get a loan. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you write off too much, you don't have the revenue that is needed in order to be able to qualify for, for the credit that you may need. So again, having both of those parties together can really help a business owner in preparing what are the things I need to change and do. This, uh, there's one other tip I would say. Look at your internal processes. How quickly are you able to capture the revenue from your clients So bring money in, get it into your account, and how slow can you pay it out? That's the name of the game and really helping to help your business grow. And a lot of businesses do it like when you were five and you got that ledger. Mm, yeah. That's a lot of time you waste <laughs> filling out a ledger when yes. there's a lot of electronic means that are out there that your banker can help you I with. I still have it, by the way. It's, uh, it's, in, it's in my drawer. But, uh, but Amy, thank you so much for coming. I mean, like I said, we could talk forever. I, I, the stuff you offer today is so helpful. And, you know, there's, uh, as you know, in, on your side, you, you, you deal with a lot of business owners, uh, you know, from y'all's relationships, you know, on, on hey, I need money. Uh-huh. Uh, I know you get to know your clients. I'm sure you do. Yes, we do. We've gotten to know each other over the years and way before I was in business for myself. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a daily struggle for business owners. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to know that, because let's face it, what do we worry about the most? Money, mm-hmm. uh, but that we have other options. That it's it's not. Let's face it; it's just not like it was way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, Relationship with your bank is totally different. Absolutely, and it, you know, it's more of a working together. I get the sense then. No, you can't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> well, Amy, how can uh, people reach you if they want to reach out to you or your team and so they want to talk more about this stuff? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they can connect with me via LinkedIn, Amy Simmons on LinkedIn. And uh, ultimately, they can go into any of the capital and branches or visit our website. If they visit our website, they'll get a pop-up that says, would you like more information? And they will get a call from one individual <laughs> on my team, regardless of where they are in the United States. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Well, Amy, uh, it's always good to see you, and we'll have to have you back because I think you have a ton of information you didn't even get to, so I appreciate you coming this afternoon. Absolutely. Thank you. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seat of the Turf show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seat of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. 
it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.